Welcome to the Horror Junkies Podcast, the podcast where we discuss all things horror. I'm your host, Mike. I'm Pat. I'm Dylan. I'm Jorge. And we're back. Motherfuckers. Can't believe it. Welcome back, everybody. We're back and Dylan (laughs) almost missed his cue. (laughs) Was I third or fourth? I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember either. I think it was me and then I always thought it was me, Pat, George, and Dylan. No, I always went last. No, I think I... Uh, Someone watch an old episode real quick. Yeah, someone pull up an old episode. (laughs) Actually, I listened to a couple this week. I was like, oh, fuck. Like, what did we sound like? What did we do? Yeah. (laughs) Well, we're running things a little different. Yeah, we're running things different. We're not in person. We are in our own individual living quarters. So Dylan's obviously 100% naked. I'm recording out Who? of my new car. You're naked, Dylan. Yeah. No. <laughs> you said you were in nothing but slippers. I didn't. I said I had I slippers that. on. <laughs> oh, God. And that's it. Well, we're. But even that could a be while. a lie. That's very yeah. important. In my, I'm recording in my new uh, home slash car. <laughs> oh, yeah. Can, can we just yeah, say yeah. not only did I not realize that it was three years, but can we just talk about how much the world has changed in that small amount of time? <laughs> That's a lot of coverage. So much has changed. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it I feel like if we were to plot data points where the show ended and all the crazy shit that happened, there's a correlation with bad things happening and horror junkies ending. I think yeah. that's exactly what happened. Oh my God. Is it our fucking fault? I would, our fault. Say, I would say domestically and internationally, it's our fault. <laughs> But people um, wanted more, and we said, nah, we're good. Nah. And then the world just went to shit. COVID said, all right, bet. So what you're saying is COVID's over now since we're back. No. Uh, no. (laughs) One can only wish. That's why we're not in the same room. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but yeah, we're back, guys. It's been weird. It's been a while, and... We got a cool little show planned for you and a couple other episodes planned for you. Things are going to be a little bit different now. It's been three years. We've all grown as an individual. Yeah. Uh, tastes have I been modified. For yourself. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm still drinking beer and cracking skulls over here. <laughs> Stone Time Cold is Steve a construct. Motherfucker. Virgins, um, beware. I haven't no. forgot. <laughs> I think the last time we left off, we we what we did Candyman. We did way back when it was like yeah. three years. Yeah, back we in did Candyman and Urban Legend. Oh yeah! Wow. You know, I've really been wanting to watch that lately. That episode we it. also covered the news on the uh, Candyman. Uh, I guess not remake, but uh, new Sequel. movie. Yeah, yeah, we were covering it on the news yeah. that that movie That's was being funny. made and. And now <laughs> what a better is. time to come back. And now we're, you know, at the end of this episode, we're going to talk about Candyman. Um, yep. And kind of go through there. The new one. Um, so it's a cool little pickup uh, from where we kind of left you guys hanging. And um, sorry. Yeah. Um, I think one of the cool things that we should probably do, you know, since so much time has passed, um, you know, what has everyone been up to? Like, you know, what projects you guys been doing, things you've been watching, shit like that. Hmm. I won't go first. Yeah. <laughs> True. All right. Um, Just go back. Past three years. When it referring to like horror movies, I've been getting really into uh, J-horror and uh, Korean horror movies. Yeah. Kind of step out and start watching more foreign horror movies. 
And it's been like a crazy journey with that because like I'm discovering like culturally different things that scare like people on the east side. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting how we can I I can still with that uh, find that that's also like scary, even though culturally it's not the same like what we think is scary here. I don't know. It's just, it's it's broadened my horizons on uh, genres of not just mo- not just horror movies, but movies in general. Yeah, and I could That's, I could I could feel that for real. Like I started, I, I watched uh, Train to Busan for the first Dude, time so like good. during the pandemic, and like it was yeah, everything that everyone said it was. And mm-hmm. I mean, you got uh, Squid Game that's on Netflix right now, which is yeah, like really another, good. Which is a Korean show. It's oh, Korean, I'm so right? For that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, it's like the most watched Netflix show ever. And it's just like I don't know. I, I I'm I really dig the stories they tell and how well everything is done. And uh, so I can definitely agree with you. This on how that. they sh- this is how they shoot their film. It, yeah, all the movies are very colorful. Yeah, yeah they use a lot of a lot of colors. Um, it almost feels like it's more HD than RHD. That's true. And the thing about Train Passant is like I thought I was done with zombie movies until I started getting into that, and I was like, and I was like, oh fuck yes, all right. I don't. Yo, I, zombies aren't ruined for me yet. But the yeah, sequel, I, Peninsula, is on Shutter. Is it? I, I haven't watched it. I haven't seen. I haven't seen. I haven't, yeah, seen I haven't, seen, yeah, wait, I haven't watched do, Peninsula. Do, do you boys still have a Shutter account? I do. I do. I do. I do. Fuck yeah! That's, all right, so we still all little, have a Shutter account. Yeah. Yeah. Right? We're, yeah. Because you know, we're fucking real. Are we? <laughs> No. Okay. Well, during the pandemic, I had to cancel my subscription for a little bit. No, you know, well, they, they don't save like, some money. True. Well, I mean, Pat, how how were you personally besides you know what you've been watching? You've been good, man. That new car. Oh, yeah, I've been, yeah. Uh, during the pandemic, I was <laughs> out of work for like eight months. Luckily, uh, yeah. before that, I was saving money to uh, make a trip to uh, Europe. So I just used that money to survive. <laughs> oh shit! Well, Jesus, Europe. Europe ain't going anywhere. No, exactly. That's very true. Last I checked. It just disappears tomorrow. Just <laughs> nowadays it's an episode of Lost. It just teleports from off the, the, the fucking world. I'm gonna well, tell you Europe what, man. Is- I'm gonna tell you what, Europe, not that great. <laughs> you know, I keep hearing that, but I want to You go-, go to Burger King and they ask you if you want salad. <laughs> salad? Want, it means lettuce, but I don't want salad on my damn burger. <laughs> Boo. Meat, meat and cheese. I'm a beef and I'm cheddar. Just, <laughs> like, I'm, I'm just kidding. And- I'm just kidding. Europe's great. Yeah. But um, what you been doing, Dylan? What you been, what you been doing this time, man? Personally? <laughs> personally? Or, Jesus Christ. Or, or, hey, man, whatever you want to talk about. Yeah. Yeah, I'll let people know. I've, uh, <laughs> people who like know me know me already know, but yeah. I don't know if people listening care, but I'll say it anyway. Uh, 2020, uh, I got a cat, and then <laughs> everything went to shit. <laughs> well, I, I got a cat. Well, here's the thing. The cat is so great that it kind of cancels out everything shitty that's happened, except not really because I'm still dealing with it. Yeah. But his name is Dracula. Which is fantastic. He is is an amazing companion. I'm very glad to have him. But after I got him, uh, I got the old COVID. (laughs) 
<laughs> which, which it wasn't that bad. Biden's America. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you, knew, you knew it was Jesus coming. Christ. You knew it was coming. <laughs> My anti-Biden rhetoric is going to be a hit with the kids. You wait. <laughs> um, no, uh, I got vaccinated finally, so that's good. Uh, but I had COVID, which it wasn't that bad because I could still taste. That's but I couldn't good. smell, that's so I could good. still eat snacks. Which well, was snacks totally is fine. very important. And they were like, I was supposed to be off for two weeks. And then they were like, actually, we recommend three weeks. I'm like, you're the boss. So (laughs) it was just me and and my cat for three weeks straight. And then I got over COVID and then I started getting headaches. And then I went and got a brain scan. And then I found out I had brain cancer, uh, which wasn't fun. But I got over that. Uh, I had to get brain surgery. Uh pretty much the day I found out. So that's cool. And uh yeah. Um I did radiation. Was not I did chemotherapy. No, in the beginning of twenty twenty one wasn't either. Uh but yeah. I did the radiation. I did the chemotherapy. Uh all my scans have said that I don't have cancer anymore. So that's, that's cool. Yeah. That's good. That's good. But now my leg but now my legs don't work because I was in bed for four months. <laughs> Because I was in bed for four months being uh, a cancer-ridden jackass for like four or five months. And uh, so my me legs don't work anymore. He's me, legs. Dan. me legs don't work anymore. <laughs> no, um, so yeah, I'm doing physical therapy for that. But other than that, like I started going back to the movies when, you know, whenever that stuff's not available at home, I go see yeah. movies and I went to oh, a yeah. show. I went to two shows. And I'm see? driving again. I saw Incubus, which was great. Nice. And then I just saw, oh, they were fantastic. Meet Fuck me in outer space, man. Yeah. Um, that was the first song they played. Oh, fuck. I it was, was crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. But then I went and saw uh, Magnitude. Okay. Uh, with uh, Koyo and Dying Wish and Karma. Dying Wish is so good. True form, burning strong. It was a really sick show. It was it was just cool to be back in that kind of energy. Yeah. Uh, friends and stuff and everything. So it that was really good for everything. And you know, uh Jaguars football is back and shitty. So, uh and right now I'm in three fantasy football leagues and I'm losing all of them. It's a great well, time. It's a great it's time. A great to be time to be, it's a great time to be me. Let's put it that way. Yeah. I'm on top, you, ladies and you gentlemen. Sound like you're doing pretty good. I can't yeah. be stopped. All right. I got these slippers no, on. It, it's 2020. Whatever it did to Dylan show that he cannot be stopped. Yeah. Let's just, I'll always be around to assert my shitty opinion. <laughs> Unfortunately for everybody, y'all are just going to have to deal with it. But He is a force to be reckoned with. <laughs> here, here I am. Yeah. <laughs> Highlight. There, there can only be one. So yeah, what have what have you been up to, George? Yeah, George. <laughs> Holy shit! I oh have my no God. idea. Um, no, I just uh, honestly like I'm gonna do the lame answer, and like I just worked on myself because you know Stepdad. couldn't do anything, so I kind of just focused on myself, and I'm trying to grow the fuck up finally, which is let me tell you, really fucking boring. Yeah, well, let me no shit, and not fun. Yes. If you don't live and you don't laugh, how are you going to love? Oh, I'm still living and laughing. Let me tell oh, you that. Oh, then my, you're loving. That's great. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm loving. If I'm, I'm if having fun. If you're but living and you're laughing, then you're loving. 
Yeah, so I kind of just took time to focus. That's on plaster stuff. on every basic white girl's wall. <laughs> live, laugh, love, man. <laughs> live, laugh, live, laugh, love. Um, starting- it's it's certainly not on my wall. <laughs> <laughs> Words to live by. Was that was the motto that got Dylan through 2020. Live, laugh, love. I didn't I'm have that. I'm buying Dylan. I didn't have that. Doesn't have it already. That's that's the phrase that kept him going. <laughs> that's like the. Uh, it's like finally seeping into like the horror world. It's like, it's like drink and be scary, and it's like fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's, a, it's been good, and uh, since that's horror good. Junkies at least you use the pandemic to work on yourself. I did. Horror junkies broke up, so I'm part of a new podcast now called Macabre <laughs> Media Podcast, which Dylan has been on a couple times. Hell yeah, I have. Yeah. As a matter um, of fact, it's a fun it's, time. It's, it's way different. It's like here we get to hang out and bullshit and just like have fun, and that one's like way more tearing apart the movie piece by piece and like. What are you trying to say? Really getting into the it's nitty time. Thing. He's saying we, we go into like the underlying <laughs> themes and like it's just like super like makes my head hurt. Uh, <laughs> I sit in the chair. I turn on the computer. I smoke weed, and I get this shit done. That's what I do. <laughs> but this Jesus is this Christ. is this is way more fun. Not saying that that's not fun, but uh, yeah, no, it's yeah. a different it's a different vibe. it's a different. But it made me look yeah. at movies different. I complete every time I watch a movie. I just it's more than just like oh that was good. This was cool. Like you know it looked that's cool. good. And I was just like oh my god. Like my brain is like going at a hundred miles an hour. Every time I watch well, a movie now, but it's good. It's opened my eyes to a lot of different concepts that you wouldn't really like think of. There you and, go. Uh, it's, it's, it's been a good time. See, That's I do fun. that too, but I just take edibles before I watch a movie. <laughs> and then it makes me really like get into it. Like I, I watched, I was, I watched Malignant and I would say I was, <laughs> I was, uh, I was violently high. Let's put it that way. Me, dude, me too. <laughs> and that, so many things happened in that movie and I couldn't process it. All no, of it. dude, dude. Once, <laughs> once it hits the different vibe of the movie, I was like, "Whoa!" Yeah, I was just like, "Oh man!" Dude, I'm like, oh, this- "What is happening here?" When the big reveal happens, dude, I like raised my fist and I was like, "Yes!" Yeah, dude, it, was it was so wild. epic. It was pretty yeah. wild. Yeah, it. I think I like texted Patrick and I was just like, "Bro." Please oh, because I was movie. such a hater for the yeah. So he was like, "No, it's so stupid." I'm like, "No, no, no, no. <laughs> just check it out. I promise you." And I love it. It was uh, the right type of schlock that I've been missing out of horror. Yeah, it's not right. bad, but like awesome. it was just somewhat like a little refreshing from James Wan. Um, Everyone's confused, and James yeah. Wan is just laughing. I think, I think he pulled a prank. I think he did too, because I usually I think, think that movie's he, a full prank. Yeah, <laughs> everyone who used to listen to the show knows that I like. I don't like him. Because he, he makes a lot of the a lot of his stuff is very similar and it's not original. And, but this, <laughs> oh my God. well done, well done. Well, he made Aquaman. And yeah, he made well, so much money, and Warner Brothers says you can do whatever you want. And James Wan is like, "You sure about that?" And they're like, "Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna test yeah, the waters nuts, here." Man. He goes, "Go nuts." <laughs> You know oh, they regretted that decision in a heartbeat. He showed them uh, like, they were at the premiere and they said, "What the fuck?" I don't think they should regret it. I think no, that I'm gonna I'm gonna champion a malignant haunted house at Halloween Horror Nights next year. Same, oh, hey, same. It would work I, so well. That'd be wild. I don't regret it. I'm glad they did it. But you know, Little damn fucking... well the executives were just like, "Fuck." What the hey, fuck man. did we pay for? <laughs> worse, worse schlock has gotten through producers' hands. That's yeah. very true, and that's a fact. Jaws three, Jaws. What's 3. that? What's that? What's that Mariah Carey movie? 
the Christmas I can't one? remember the no, but there's a Mariah Carey movie. It's like it's not. It's like Honey's the Jessica. I don't know why I'm talking about it. I'm just saying <laughs> Mariah Carey made a movie. Sir, sir, this is a horror podcast, sir. Well, I mean, it's a horror. It's a horror to watch. Yeah, there you go. My God. <laughs> yeah, well, it ties in. All right, we're talking about it. That's it. <laughs> we can just talk about Mariah Carey's um, live performance at like the New New Year like event in New York City like two years ago. It was I horrible. think it's called Glitter. I'm usually I drunk think that's the name of the Eve, movie. So I don't remember the performances. We oh, could man. do a back to back. We could do a Mariah like a Carey problem. movie, and we can do the Britney Spears movie. <laughs> All right, we're done. Moving on. <laughs> Mike, how have you been? You know, it is I glitter. Just, is it? Is it? Is it glitter? I mean, yeah, we could do God. Spice World. <laughs> no, she was. Uh, she was I'm also down. the mayor in the Lego Batman movie. Yeah. <laughs> well, there it is. Got her IMDb pulled up. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> so, but Mike, you know, how have you been? <sighs> Busy as usual. I mean, it's been good. I've been hanging out. You know, um, watching a lot of stuff, reading a lot of stuff. Right now, I'm currently. I picked up a book because the Barnes and Noble. Where I live shut down uh, because of the pandemic, so they were having like a major sale, like like books were like fifty to seventy percent off. Holy shit! I picked up this book called like Johannes Cabal, The Fall of the Cabal House, and I was like, this looks really good. And I started reading the prologue, and I didn't realize this is like book five of a whole series. Um, so I stopped, and then I found the PDF of the first books. So I've been reading that. It's kind of like a about like a necromancer who like sold his soul to the devil and he's upset with the fact that he did that or he regrets it now so he just goes Ooh, to hell I like that <laughs> and he's just like hey give me back my soul you fuck and satan's like no dude you, you can't just come back here and request this shit I, I i have a status to keep so they make like, a deal and they have like he has like collect souls for satan um, oh, okay but cool. he does it in the means of a carnival so when he comes back to <laughs> earth he's doing like he's got one of those old um train side carnivals and he's just like going through towns and stealing people's souls. It's a pretty cool but really good book so is far. It, having isn't that Wait, the, you wanna... uh the plot to Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus? Have y'all you know? ever heard of that movie? Yeah. It, you know, mm-hmm. I, think Johnny, yeah. I think I think like it's when you the... think of any movie that follows like a train side carnival type of thing, well, they all kind of blend together. Well it's the devil and God and they're trying to see who has or who can get uh who can be like the first to three souls or whatever they claim. Really? And it's in a circus. So huh. it might be I don't know. I don't know if that thing's old. But you've been reading books now, Mike? I've been reading I always read books. I just you read a lot of books for good for you, pal. Good thing Barnes and Noble had a virgin palooza fest and had fifty to seventy percent off of fucking nerd books. <laughs> you you la- dude, the horror section though was wiped out. Like when I when I first saw they were going to business, <laughs> dude, all the Stephen King was done, all the Dean Kuntz, like everything all of the like horror classics like you couldn't get your hands on like a mary shelley frankenstein or a bram stroker um dracula like, nothing all of those are just cleared out so like i just kind of perused and i saw this book and i was like well this shit looks good um speaking of stephen king he released if it bleeds through the pandemic i read that that was really good was yeah i haven't good? read that one yet it was really good it was a hmm. novella uh, book Let's see Spring. i have i've watched a lot of shit um, as I think everyone has during the pandemic, which I think yeah. mass consumption <laughs> of 
uh, streaming services has just been the new norm more so than uh, before. Uh, so like yeah. I fucking binge watch shows like the day they come out now and I work remotely now. So like I don't leave my house that much. <laughs> um, so I've just been doing a lot of shit. I'm almost done with my graduate program. And then I guess Fuck like yeah. the biggest news is that I'm moving to San Francisco in the start of the new year. Um, <laughs> so I'm leaving my Florida buddies for the first time in God ever um, my entire life. So that's that. Um, but yeah, yeah but that's going mean, to be that, cool. It is. It is going to be cool. I'm really excited. My wife, she got a job out there and she, you know, she's my doing wife. her thing and <laughs> my wife. Um, <laughs> so I'm excited for it. It's I'm going to, um, trying to find some like cool record stores and we've already found some cool oddity shop um, that we want to go to. So we're, we're kind of starting to like search. I know for the there's things an that Amoeba, we, there's an Amoeba records in San Francisco. And I know really? that there's another record store <clears throat> down the road from that one called Rasputin records. I love think. that. Love that. Ooh, already. That's um, sick. <laughs> uh, it never dies. <laughs> I almost, I almost bought, I almost bought an original pressing of the Blade Runner soundtrack on vinyl. Love there, that. Ooh. I didn't, I didn't want to take it on the plane and stuff, but if I'm, yeah. re- if I'm remembering correctly, it's called Rasputin. I could be wrong. I was looking to it because San Francisco is fantastic. Like you're yeah, so I'm close for that to weather. like the weather you're close to your, well, you're not close to the beach, but like you're close to Santa. I mean, you're close to Santa Cruz, which is a cool town. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, cool <laughs> and I'm right there somewhere. now. I'll be on the West Coast. I can just drive up the Pacific Northwest and fucking Mike's yeah. going Hollywood. I'm going to go to try to find Bigfoot and, you know, hug it. He's uh, there. He's there. Up there somewhere. Maybe I'll make the, 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 the journey to Forks and I'll, I'll go be living Twilight for a while. Just oh, make sure you get a selfie with Bigfoot. <laughs> but yeah, that's kind of what I've been doing. But I just thought it would be fun. I mean, it's been so long since people have you know heard from us that you know yeah. we just give them a little update. And, you know, we apologize for you kind of just dropping off the face of the earth. But we kind of had a lot of shit go down. I mean, mainly it was me. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie; it was my schedule was getting pretty hectic, and it was getting a little we bit got, harder. We to, got sucked into the void of yeah, growing up. We got sucked into the void of being <laughs> grown ups and having to work full time and all that shit. Um, so it just got a little, little too hard to do the show, but um, no, and it wasn't like no hard of, feelings, as you guys could hopefully no, tell. No. Like listening to the show, we're all still great of friends, and we still talk on the regular. <laughs> so yeah. Um, no, I don't know about the group chat, but the group chat did not die. No, no, never did. Jake is still around. He's, you know, he'll you know, maybe we'll get him on a show one night. Um, we can, we can finally have an episode on ET just so he could just, we'll just have like Jake. Talk <laughs> we'll give it to him for the whole hour. <laughs> just let Jake I'll talk. go into the lore of Botanicus and the green planet. <laughs> um, you about to say something, Dylan? <laughs> No, I don't think. Oh, so. Okay. <laughs> um, and then I know, like the the like the theme of the show, you know, with the you know the return of the horror junkies and kind of give an update. Dylan had a really cool idea, um, and yeah, I, I guess I, you are the one who came up with this idea, oh, where shit. we kind of talked about, you know, what first got us into the horror genre and what really got us grounded and <clears throat> by any media, you know, comics, books, movies, TV shows, whatever. And then also like kind of discuss like, why is it that this genre of film is so different from others and that the fan base is so strong? Um, I mean, the, the same can be saying for say, said the same for like science fiction, but like usually they're more 
structured down to like their fandom. So like it's not like it's Star Wars and it's Star Trek and it's Battlestar Galactica or Lord of the Rings, but it's always like horror is just like this giant convoluted living thing. Yeah, and, there's uh, multiple like genres inside of horror that yeah caters to an audience that would be those fandoms of like those nerd cultures and yeah, stuff. Yeah, and like I that. think it's weird is because like you know people can love Lord of the Rings and love Star Wars and that's it. That's the only type of science that's, fiction yeah. or fan, you know, fan fantasy story that they're going to touch and they don't, you know, touch anything else. They don't watch anything else versus like horror, you know, yeah. Fans are like, yeah, I love the, you know, Friday the 13th, you know, series, but they also watch other things. They also consume other, you know, right. Methods no, it, of it, horror material. No, and that's the thing is like, you can be like, Oh, I'd watch like thriller or, uh, crime horror like stories mm-hmm. and stuff like that at the same in the same breath you could be like oh i also watch like horror comedies like evil dead or something you know? exactly it's it's a very vague stroke of a genre but that's like it's layered with so many different types of like genres and themes it's kind of like uh just like music uh genre in yeah a sense or like a music scene or whatever I kind of compa- I kind of compare it to like metal music in a way like there's yeah. so I mean every, every every bit of music every style has its own subgenres I get that but like Yeah, exactly. Same thing with horror. Heavy and metal, heavy metal has just got like you know, derivatives. And yeah, for the most got, part, if you're like a heavy metal fan or like love metal, you like horror movies like Pretty yeah, it is kind yeah. of they just go hand in hand together the yeah. aggressive nature of both, but it's you know, I feel like what am I trying to say here? I feel like there's dun, so dun, dun, many dun. different genres of like horror movies. Like you've got like, you know, like Crimson Peak, you've got your gothic romantic horror. And yeah. It's like, that's, yeah. that's a, that's a genre. Like it's, yeah. it's yes, gospel, exactly. but it's a genre. And then you have your, you know, paranormal. Yeah. And your body horror, horror. Found footage, body horror. Uh, creature. Horror even, movies, it, yeah. Uh, and demon even possession, take, um, haunted house, uh, lost right. in the woods. Uh, you're a uh, fuck. Uh, or you could be Mike Flanagan. You could just be Mike no. Flanagan who has decided that he's going to redesign how we talk about grief and loss and all and this. What kind happens of when you die? Yeah. Oh yeah. my God. Yeah. Loving, I, I finished it. It's so good. I've yet to finish it, but I mean, just in general, like, you know, this is something we'll probably have a, an episode where we discuss Mike Flanagan's work and we talk about, you know, the haunting of Hill house and the haunting of Bly Manor and midnight mass, because each one has just been so different but still has that core basis where it's talking about you know grief and loss and um and i think that's kind of what he's going for he's kind of creating this like anthology universe that discusses like the stages of of like loss um because every storyline so far has dealt with someone you know passing or something like that yeah right and it's all dealing with the uh human conditions exactly like yeah. which i love and i love that that's this approach is being taken in this type so it uh, just, but it's also coming out in the right fucking time too you yeah know? <laughs> See, but, but, you could, but you could say that's what horror is though is an extension no, of the, the director the writer going that and just like bringing to light you know things that we deal with as a society and bringing it to light in a medium which no, and that's the thing I loved about I love about horror and its like uh, formula of how it's uh, presented to the public. Mm-hmm. It's always reflecting on what is the fear of like the what's what's scary now. What's what's got our nerves going? What's yeah? The, I think Jordan Peele's nailing that more than anybody right oh, now. Oh, one hundred percent, hands down. You know? And that's the case. And like 
not a lot of genres in the movie or even a lot of mediums do that uh, as well as horror. No, I I, yeah. Yeah, I agree. There's uh, it's, there's it's so many sense, different it's ways. Own therapy, you mm-hmm. know. There's there's so many different ways to convey a message of any kind in a horror movie, depending on what you're making. Like you could mm-hmm. have no, exactly. Yeah, you could have you know deep, profound social commentary uh, in a demon possession movie if you wanted to. Like it's just it's anything's possible if you write it well. Exactly. No, exactly. Like the Babadook. Yeah. Yeah, uh, exactly. The Babadook was more on the hands of like grief and dealing with uh, yeah, a dead one, a dead loved one, and stuff like that. But and you then know, the after effects. But of- look what's what happened since those movies came out. It's like now we've got nothing but that with the horror genre where we're having like you know Whatever these happened a Friday the Thirteenth. Jason takes Manhattan. You know what <laughs> happens? Well, you in know the what? Title. What happens? He <laughs> takes Manhattan, and there's nothing. There's nothing SJW about it. I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> I do. Well, you know, know that that is something though that I would like to see kind of come back. Um, I think we are the, with Malignant the, though. You know, it, it, got, in a, it got a little schlocky. You know, it got yeah. like it, it was fun. We got <laughs> turn your brain off. Fun. I do miss. But that no, sometimes. I mean, like even like yeah, not even no. like a resurgence of like just like our old slashers. But like I think like no, you can't bring those back. <laughs> yeah, but I think like having a way of bringing back um, the slasher genre, which hasn't really been done. No, I think horror, try to do it. Yeah, but again, that's the remaking something that from a character before. I'm talking about an original concept that brings back yeah, that it brings genre. back slasher. The slasher Not genre. saying, "Hey, I need to make you know Friday the Thirteenth or Nightmare on Elm Street or Child's Play or well, Scream." Uh, right. Did you guys watch that slasher TV show? Which no. one? It's I know you told Slasher. me to, but in, I did not see that. No, uh, season one and three are great. Second one, don't even fucking bother. But they did that. They took an original character and basically, if if you've seen Scream, the TV show, it's very very similar. Yeah, okay. I watched. I, I like watched a couple episodes of it, but, but again, it's like, an original that's, concept and like it was. Good. Yeah, but what Pretty I mean is awesome. that not one, not one thing. I'm talking like you know, so like there's always paranormal movies coming out. There's always possession movies coming out. It'd be yeah. nice to see. Of like a resurgence of some slasher esque type horror movies come into the into um into like theaters. And something and, that has just like a concept that just uses that uh concept of a slasher, but in a new light, maybe. Yeah, I think that would you know, well, maybe so maybe revamping would, the slasher genre. No, yeah. and the thing is, is, like you could use a franchise that could possibly do that with like the new Scream movie coming out because Scream yeah. has always been like that's what it's that's what it uh, is created to do. Well, you know, since well, when has a slasher had such an impact since Scream? None, no, because like none, everything's been a copy of Scream since then. Yeah, pretty much. I would yeah. say the I mean, last, which is a I would good say the last like, original. Well, hmm. I would say the last original slasher character that was created was probably Art the Clown. Yeah, yeah, I I definitely agree. And then not well, as I mean, not I, as I, iconic I, as Ghostface, but like yes, give it a couple of years. I'm not saying he'll be as popular, <laughs> but when the new Terrifier comes out and if more ever people are introduced yeah. to this, but see, it's going to happen. It's going to, and, I, and that's what I'm saying. Like, ter- movies like Terrifier, um, and then you know shows like Slasher. Though, like if we continually start seeing those pick up, I think that'd be really cool because I think it just kind of even out the playing field, and because you know, we always get some type of possession movie, a haunted house movie, um, something along those lines every year. It'd just be nice to kind of see, yeah. 
you know, a slasher serial killer ass type movie come back into those, you know, into the, the film series, just as monster movies. I would love to start seeing, um, you know, more creature esque movies coming back because we get so, you know, populated with, um, you know, a certain like genre of horror. Exactly. It's always, it's always oversaturated. And then it gets to a point that we just are tired of it. Exactly. It's a 24's fault. No, it's not. A24 <laughs> no. is the one who's pumping out the most original content there is. Yeah. And they're <laughs> playing mean, around with the idea of like genre. Yeah. I mean, look at that. Their newest movie that's coming out, Lamb. Like, I can't fucking wait for Lamb. I can't wait for that movie. It looks so fucking weird. Oh, but, you know what? Okay. Change, uh, kind of shift something, but uh, I just watched Pig. Oh, oh yeah? you saw it? Dude. <laughs> so it's not what you think it's going to be. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So it's not a John Wick esque movie? No, not at okay. all. Okay. Because that's what I got it's, when I watched the trailer. It's, 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 it's Nicolas Cage acting his fucking ass off. Oh, Love it. yes. 100% down but for it. But not in the way that we, we've been seeing him lately in fucking movies. You know, it's not yeah. a Mandy or a. What was that fucking uh, out of color, color out, of out of space or something like that? Yeah, no, the Wally Wonderland. Oh, Wally uh, Wonderland. Wonderland, amazing. Yeah, or yeah, the other no. movie he's in right now. He has another film that just came out, but I cannot for the life of me. It's know- this, the not the color of space or something like that, right? Ghostland no, or whatever. It's called. Is it called Ghostland? I think it is Ghostland. Something something Ghostland. Um, here, I don't pull remember. Up him up. I saw it today on my uh, Apple TV thing, and I didn't watch. It has like trailer, a giant but... mound of people behind it, or something like that. Like, yeah, like okay, so. different things. He he does so many fucking movies. It's yeah, pr- uh, Prisoners of the <laughs> Ghost Land. Yeah, is what it's called. I, feel, I feel like I've had I've asked this question before, but does Nicolas Cage have two swords on his back? He does. I knew two it. Two swords and like a red thing. And just, just because I want to know, it has a 64 in Rotten Tomatoes. And this is just the synopsis. In the treacherous frontier of Samurai Town, a ruthless bank robber gets sprung from jail by a wealthy warlord whose adopted granddaughter <laughs> has gone missing. He offers the prisoner his freedom in exchange for retrieving the runaway. Strapped into a leather suit that will self-destruct in five days, the bandit sets off on a journey to find the young woman. And his own path to redemption. Fuck yeah. Sounds like a fucking awesome movie. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, whatever. <laughs> it, but yeah, that sounds like, wild. But um, let's get um let's get with everyone's uh discussion of uh what got you into the yeah. horror genre. Yeah, I would like I'd like to know. I mean, you want to go first, Patrick, or Dylan uh, wanna sure. go first? No, I can go later. Let Patrick okay. go. Yeah, Patrick <laughs> go ahead, Rock, paper, scissors for it. <laughs> Sure, that'll work. Uh, uh, no, for me, and we kind of just discussed it uh, earlier, but for me, it's it's Scream. Scream, really? Scream was the one movie that I knew because I watched it when I was young, and I got it at, at Blockbuster. My parents rented it for me, and it was like, here, like <laughs> watch this. And I don't know, it was just like not scary to me, so I wasn't like. I wasn't like horrified by it, but I was intrigued by it, you know. Yeah, and I, I didn't get most of the reference that was that were being made in the movie at the time when I was so young. But you know, when you go back and watch, like, you know, they reference Halloween, they reference fucking Friday the Thirteenth, all that shit. When you go back and watch those movies, and you you just, I thought of quickly going like, uh, I remember this, and this was mentioned in Scream. Right? These rules in horror were mentioned in Scream and stuff like that. 
Yeah, and I think that to this day, that's why like Scream will ever forever be my favorite series. Um, even yeah, the TV it, show, it, it was mm-hmm. just I loved how meta it was and how it established rules. And it's so much needed for this genre when it's like pinpoints a time and period of horror. Yeah, that's why like with the new movies that's coming out, like I'm kind of intrigued of what they're going to be doing. Yeah, because you know, they're and they're doing the whole like not given it like it's not uh scream five or like what i would love it to be would be uh five cream <laughs> you know <laughs> i don't but think you're ever gonna get that but yeah they're doing they're doing the thing that every all the other horror movies are doing is just like again with the just the title of scream and not yeah. giving it like any context that it's a sequel or it's a reboot or anything like that you know yeah i'm looking <laughs> looking extremely forward to that like movie. look there's three halloween movies that you can watch and it's just halloween <laughs> yeah <laughs> the title is just halloween <laughs> It's like, which uh, one do you want to watch? Exactly. Halloween. I think Halloween. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I'm looking forward to the Halloween Kills, though. It looks fucking sick. Yeah, oh. me too. It looks amazing. amazing. Birthday, I'm so looks ama- and then out of nowhere, Ghost just drops a fucking song, and it's going to be in the movie. <laughs> yeah, it's really good, that. too. It's really good. <laughs> well, I picked up uh, uh, Park Ave CDs here in, uh, um, in Orlando. It is doing a pre-order for a 7-inch pressing of it, and it has like a, it's like a blood red 7-inch uh, vinyl of uh, uh, that song. Hunter's oh, really? Yeah, it's like ten bucks. I'll send you if you go to. I'll send you a link after this so you can check it out. Yeah, because yeah. I might, I might see if uh, yeah, you, someone could swing and get that pre order. They have for it me, for like, deliver. You don't. You can do pick up at store. You can have it delivered to you. So uh, thank you, Cody. Yeah, that's, <laughs> um, that's what I'm gonna do. That's I have. I, I I pick up a lot of the Ghost Seven Inches. So I have the. I'm gonna get that one, and then I have one. It was seven inches of Satanic Panic. Yeah, um, and it, it came out a couple years ago, but I it's, Ghost is just fantastic. Yeah, they're but, a great, they're yeah. a great band. I don't care what any fucking super metal elitist nerd virgin has to yeah. think. They're fun. Have fun, you fucking dorks! Yeah. Like, have fun. Jesus Christ! Literally. Um, but I guess like Burzum I mean, sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Deal um, with it. Deal with it. <laughs> I think for me, I mean, I got in. I won't, I don't think I'm going to pick a movie per se, right? Um, okay. But I, I I just grew up reading, you know, tales from you know tales, scary stories to tell in the dark, and Goosebumps yeah. a lot as a kid. So I think that 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 initial, you know, reading, you know, Night of the Living Dummy and Monster Blood and yeah. uh, Say Cheese and Die, and you know, a lot of the things that R L Stein created, um, really like drove me in because i and i love those and to this day i still read them i have um isa yeah no bought me what, like a uh, a hmm. pack that has some of the you know OG, original storylines that they produced and i right. just remember you know being young and reading you know scary stories to tell in the dark in the dark on the weekend with my friends and just like you know creeping each other out and doing those kind yeah. of things and then my that kind of like sucked me in and then you know once my mom would take me to Blockbuster and I'd rent, you know, you know, Halloween or Nightmare on Elm Street or Scream because she loved that those movies, too. So we'd be able to watch those together. Um, well, but I, and there's got to be something said about like the 80s and 90s era of like mm-hmm. kind of this horror Halloween stuff that was like marketing to kids. <laughs> in a sense. Yeah. Like with, like with the goosebumps and the. Uh, Are you afraid of the dark? Are you afraid of the dark? Mm hmm like essence of like hey we're gonna tell these scary stories but two kids and stuff like that yeah. so plus the goosebumps tv show was on when i was a kid too so i used to watch yeah, that as well i used to watch it, it used to be on uh what was it like 
Fox. Yeah, Fox or like old. Um, and then you have Lola chiming in because apparently she's a huge horror <laughs> fan. Um, like, <laughs> but the I watched the TV show today because it's on Netflix. Um, yeah, and I have it on my list so I can just watch whenever I want. And I to today like some of my favorite episodes will always be the Welcome to Horrorland episodes. And I wish yes. there was more to that because it's just such a cool episode. And I always wish that there would be a music like a theme park that's designed like that like that, that was always so my <laughs> yeah as a kid growing up, i was like man they should really make horror land into a fucking thing it'd be Dude, so that's cool. how that's how old school almond hornets used to feel yeah i know 100 it, it, it so i don't know maybe one day you know we'll just shoot around and maybe we'll figure out how to like design um yeah like a haunted attraction and we can theme it around goosebumps That'd be cool. I think that would be really Gotta get cool. a lot of licensing. That's yeah. fine. I feel like Arl Stein would be into it, though. We should just yeah. make a haunted house based on being an adult. <laughs> oh, no. Pay your taxes. <laughs> Welcome to the room of 3.5% APR financing. It's <laughs> ah! your credit score for housing. <laughs> Public school didn't prepare you for any of these spooks and scares. <laughs> and everything is just the and Price's fucking voice. <laughs> Welcome to the void of love handles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, no one prepares you to decide what you want for dinner for the rest of your life. <laughs> to be fair, if everyone everyone has to that's the worst thing. Dude, Having to awful. think about what you want to eat every fucking night for dinner is I'd rather die. That's so fucking it. stressful. Oh, My imagine, mom made that choice but, for me for like 15, 16 years, and now all of a sudden she just stops. <laughs> Cold turkey. You don't even. Oh, I guess I it's use... beef and cheddars every night. Beef and cheddars every night. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Uh, I'm, I'm probably going to Arby's after this. Y'all suck. I'm, I ain't going to lie. I feel like I want some Arby's too. I'm going to try to convince uh, the wife. All right, show's over. We all got to go to Arby's. All right, we're done. We're back, but we're going to, we're going to Arby's. But yeah, that's that would say. I think Goosebumps uh, would heavily yeah, be no. my source of like what really got me into wanting more. Yeah, uh, when, as I got older as a teenager, um, and then started really looking for the and plus video games. Dude, you know. when I was younger, I remember so vividly. Uh, we had uh, Tales from the Crypt, uh, the Christmas episode of the Santa Claus that slide that uh, axes that uh, family mm-hmm. or whatever. And I remember like that being like a printed image of like my past memories of like okay this is kind of something i'm not supposed to watch or supposed to yeah because there's like, like a nudity scene there yeah well it's like oh <laughs> it's at like the time i still believe in santa claus i'm like well, he could do this <laughs> oh shit this is what he yeah. does when kids are bad <laughs> he just yeah. acts murders and people. it was just in my house and like my parents were not at all into fucking horror movies at all I don't even know why the hell they got like they're kind of the ones that got me into it because they were like did not supervise me at all and just got me shit that I wanted Here. from Blockbuster. No, they did we, not. We, we saw this movie. It's about an ice cream man. We thought it'd be good for you. It's just you know, dude. Well, I told it on this. I think I've told the story on this podcast, but I my parents got me Ninja Scrolls when I was like five. <laughs> if you ever watched that anime, there's a fucking just uh, a very terrible scene at the beginning of the movie, and it you know it. Uh, <laughs> It messed Pat up. It, it left a scar on Patrick. <laughs> you can't say I've seen it. It all makes I a lot of sense. I don't think I've seen now. it either. 
Um, all right, Pat sees one fucked next? up cartoon when he's a kid. Now he is the way he is, living in his car. <laughs> <laughs> and they're out here trying to blame video games. Fucking going nope. to Cinnabon every night. Did the cartoon right. <laughs> hurt your feelings, Pat? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I feel like I have to say I'm just kidding after a lot of shit I say. Yeah, no, I got you. <laughs> That's gonna stop here. I just, I, it made me I feel weird. Weed. <laughs> it made me feel funny. That fucking devil's lettuce strikes back. <laughs> gotta watch out for that. That's the edibles, bro. <laughs> what about what about you, George? Yeah, yeah, George. What got you into yeah, this? Yeah, George. Shit? When you fucking tell us. Okay, I will, man. Please stop yelling. Was it my notorious yell? Honestly, like looking back on it, like listening to these conversations, as weird as it sounds, like obviously I was exposed to it a lot younger because of my uncle and my mom. Like I was yeah. kind of like raised in a conservative kind of like household when my mom got married. Um, so yeah. <laughs> so when he wasn't around, like my mom would like kind of like rent a movie that was a little bit like on the fence, like Alien and stuff like that. Yeah, then, fuck that guy. I remember him. Yeah, dude, <laughs> dude. I hope he's listening. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> but um, I remember. Um, do you guys remember when movie theaters would give out like uh, the free tickets for like uh, the premieres for movies? Yes, yep. and they would mm-hmm. give you like two tickets. So in two thousand five, Boogeyman came out, <laughs> and I rewatched it the other day because I thought about this, and it's fucking awful. Um, but yeah, we went, and I was just like, it was just like blown away, and like it kind of like got me in- introduced into horror. And then staying at Patrick's house all the time because he <laughs> dude, every, t- every time I, I would stay at it. Patrick's house, dude, we would watch Thirteen Fucking Ghosts, never <laughs> fucking fail, every fucking night. <laughs> Did you did you lay in that pervert's black silk sheets that he had? <laughs> no, 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 no dude. It was one of the four couches he had in his room, dude. Yeah, uh, dude. I still <laughs> no couches. bed, no bed, just couches, and one of them yeah, was dude. a pullout bed. I, I, I definitely have heard these stories. You know what? You know what? Four couches says to me. It says four couches, only three to go. <laughs> <laughs> that and I think yeah. uh, going to Halloween Horror Nights every year too. Um, yeah, kind of yeah. like. It just kind of just like brought it and like made it a part of my life every fucking year. I agree. Um, so that was one of the things. Like, obviously, would I have gotten that deep into it if it wasn't for like Halloween Horror Nights every year? Uh, probably not. Yeah. We used to do in Ocala. There was JC's like haunted house, and it used to be in like an abandoned old. Like, I heard about that. How building? <laughs> they used to be really fucking cool, like really intense. Right. Um, they would like you know do small groups and walk you through these in, like intense scenes and you know yell and curse at you and shit. But then I think uh, like a church took over and it got really lame real fast. What Damn. is that, what was that haunted house called? I think it was called like JC's haunted house. What juggler ran that haunted house? <laughs> bro, it's some Ocala. Who do you think? Some whoop whoops in the background, bro. Free Welcome, Fago with the ticket. Welcome to Shaggy <laughs> Two Dope's haunted hullabaloo. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's Ocala. Probably out of the Ocala National Forest, man. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's definitely ran by Juggalos. For it's one hundred percent ran by Juggalos. <laughs> Has to. It's the forest people, man. Watch out, <laughs> Jesus! You don't go into the forest at night in Ocala. You man. don't go to Ocala when they're doing the gathering. If they still do that shit there, because I haven't been there in oh, very long. Oh my god, I wonder if they never still do. go there during that time. It's very scary. People just go in the woods and hang out. What about that? <laughs> <laughs> some of those, some of those small towns probably worship like a giant lake monster, and we just don't know it. 
Oh, <laughs> what happens in the Ocala National Forest usually stays there because you get murdered and buried under. We're trying face. to find Wetfoot. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the skunk ape in Florida. Yeah, yeah. skunk <laughs> I didn't believe that shit, and my dad tried to tell me about it, oh, and then God. one day. My, I got a call my dad from the living room. My dad was like, get in here. So I went in there and I said, <laughs> what? And he just pointed at the television and it was Discovery Channel's Hunt for the Skunk Ape. And I went, you're out of your mind. He goes, he goes I tried to tell you. I heard one. In the fo- I heard one while I was fishing. Like, I swear to God, he said he, he, said he heard one. And, you know, he, and I don't get it, but he heard it. He heard it, so I mean, it must be real. I mean, they discovery. Uh, you never, you never listened to our episode on Skunk Ape. Skunk Ape. <laughs> Can't say I have. Oh, we well, have. It, it we was have, we have ridiculous. Yeah. The most dumbest shit we've ever done in our entire lives. That's badass, though. Yeah. <laughs> like that. That movie Antlers is coming out. That, I, um, that's. I've been waiting for this for a long. It time. comes out. It comes out in October. October twenty yeah. horns. I for, I forgot about. <laughs> no. no, it's fucking Del, Del Toro's movie. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, actually, someone else is directing what? it. I think he's like co-directing it. Yeah. But I Pat, think it's about. Th- is that what's up with Tortora? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I think- have not. I have not paid attention to his career, so I have no it, idea what this movie is about. To, it, I think it has to do with Windigos, which is like a. Which oh is my like god! A favorite well, in, I don't that's think a favorite is. American folklore of mine. It doesn't specifically say that's what it is. But a lot of like the deer skull and antler imagery is very yeah. like what they describe. I can a see the short Wendigo story is. that it's based off of because it's based is it off Wendigos. Of... Uh, no, it's don't, tell don't tell me. Don't tell me. I, I, I want to go in. I want to go in. Well, like, like I said, it's blind. based off a. Of, it's based off like a short story. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I read it, and because when I first saw the trailer, I was like, I need to know. Yeah, what this great. movie is going to be about, and so I read the little short, and it was. Fantastic, dude! Del Toro really do make it in all our episodes, huh? He he really does. Somehow, some damn way, that man gets himself in our episode. Yeah, uh, isn't he doing something <laughs> called like Nightmare Alley or something? Yep, yep. Yeah, that look uh, that looks really good. Well, I mean, people are stupid to not like let him have creative control over things because he just he does have a way of building worlds. And, and I feel like that's why yeah. the dark universe that Universal tried to do didn't pan out because they he like saw what they wanted to do and was like, no, I'm not doing this. Like if we're going to do yeah. a monster Universal monster comeback, like let's make it a monster comeback, not a fucking action film. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, and, <laughs> and I mean, you really got to have a director that has a passionate love for classic Universal black and white monster mm-hmm. movies and that's like you just gotta do yeah. it and but you know what i feel like that's kind of why we're getting that. or you know we're getting the, the robert who, eggers um, nosferatu movie that's oh, what I, I was about to say like get him to do at least not uh, if he does not uh nosferatu but also have him like uh look over the other movies that are being made in that uh yeah. universe i'm yeah, that man have have a, they need they need like a kevin unfortunately they need like a, a kevin feige yeah, to overlook and make it work. Yeah, you know? exactly. I agree. Yeah, someone that cares about the source material and yeah, exactly. You know, and the whole story the, the coming together. Yeah, those mo- movies have atmosphere. They have mm-hmm. such yeah. rich, rich atmosphere to them, and it's hard to capture that nowadays. It's all because it's you know a lot of people try to do jump scares, but there's like yeah. you know some people do nuance and other things very well but i think i'm excited for that nosferatu movie i mean yeah uh, me too 
the possibilities with uh, it's Robert Eggers, right? It's not Correct. Ari Aster. Yeah. No, no, it's it's Robert Eggers. Yeah, yeah, I'm an Eggers man myself. Ari Aster is working on another film too, though. So yeah, which, and we need to. Know, I mean, I know Patrick and I have in the past, way way back in the day, did do an episode. I think on The Witch, um, which ye- I know we need to. I mean, I wouldn't classify. The, <laughs> he just came out of nowhere with that shit um but we'll, we'll talk about getting into like an we need to do hereditary and we need to do uh midsummer and all that kind of shit oh, do we really though but do we i don't know <laughs> um but getting back on point dylan yeah it's now no. your turn unless yeah, george had more to say no no that's it you're welcome <laughs> thanks pat for ruining my fucking life <laughs> Well, hey, I just wanna... smoked some weed, so no time like the present. All right. It's yeah. so much uh <laughs> it's not so much a thing, it's a person. Who's knocking? I have no idea. You, uh, you smoke weed and the FBI just is about to raid fucking <laughs> Dylan. They're coming house. to get me. Anyway. Huh. <laughs> um it, it's not so much a thing, it's a person, and that person is my mother. Oh, my mother. Um, uh, he's going with the, nor- he's, he's going with yeah. the Norman Bates. This. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, it, no. If you if you met I'm my mother, you'd kidding. understand. She actually has a recreation of the Norman Bates mother's corpse. Sitting. Is she fucking really? Yeah, she, she decorated it herself hot. and it's oh, sitting wait, in that, a, you, it's sitting you in a giant that window. On your Instagram, right? Yeah, it's sitting okay, in a I giant window in front of her house. Like oh she's, she's, she's a, she's a, you know, she loves Stephen King and rice, like all those authors and stuff. She's, you know, uh, she told me her story of going to see the original Halloween at the drive-in and how yeah. pretty much, you know, got Lucky. her set. Uh, my dad is not a horror movie fan, but, um, he is uh, a metalhead. And mm-hmm. I mean, I grew up, he would clean the house. You would hear, you know, like. Judas Priest and Ozzy Dio, you'd hear Corrosion of Conformity and Helmet, Alice in Chains, like all that stuff. Like, you yeah. Know. And uh, no wonder say, you came out the I way would, you are. Yeah. Yeah. I would say my, <laughs> my father's music and my mother's movies is what makes me who I am, pretty much. And now we, we have, all, now we have someone to blame. <laughs> and we all, we all share like a hemispherical love of Seinfeld. So we all, we all just, (laughs) if you're, if you don't watch Seinfeld, you won't get like half the jokes that me and my parents tell at each other like for real. But yeah, I mean, and I was talking to her the other day about it because I was like, you know, (laughs) some of the movies you let me watch as a child, (laughs) I was, I would, I would deem questionable at best. I had that same conversation with my mom, like my mother, well, here's ago. the thing. Like you said, like your mother, like she just rented you movies and you'd watch them. My yeah. mother would take me to the blockbuster or to this local record store that rented movies called Turtles Music. And that was like, that's mm-hmm. where I bought my first album. And I mean, that that was such a staple for, you know, where I lived as a kid. And um, I still remember the Mike Jones poster. <laughs> oh god like, who, who it was like who? it was a it was a gigantic poster with his phone number on it that you would call and stuff <laughs> and i i want uh they closed down all of a sudden and i was i really wish i could have bought that fucking mike jones flyer from them so i could have like hung who? it outside my house 
but I digress. <laughs> um, we would go every Friday night to either Blockbuster or Turtles, and we would rent just shitty movies, yeah. like old yeah. horror movies, like Ghost Story and The Changeling. And we would also do like you know Halloween, but she already owned that. Like she had a pretty impressive like horror movie VHS collection that we would peruse right. as a kid, and like. I think one of the first ones I ever watched with her was Silver Bullet. Oh wow! Okay, when I was that yeah, damn Silver Bullet. The, one of the funniest scenes when the werewolf like shoots out of the fucking office chair. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and the 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 werewolf playing piano. I fucking yeah. love it. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, like that Salem's Lot and like Halloween and Alien yeah. and all this stuff. My mother chalks it up to just being ghoulish fun. But when you're <laughs> six, when you're six or seven. And you watch The Shining, and you don't get what the guy in the bear costume's doing till much later in life. Yeah. <laughs> um, she was just banking on me not understanding it, and she was right. Although, yeah. um, I've always like, said they should, they, you know, how there's like director's cuts of Blu rays and DVDs and shit like that? Yeah. There should be a mother's cut of like every <laughs> horror movie where it just skips the scenes with the tits in it. Like all, like I could, I can watch Michael Myers pin a man to a wall with a kitchen knife. Yep, but but, I, you, but no but, boobs. But boobs? No, my mother fast forward real Draw quick. She's like, the line this isn't right for there. young eyes. To see. Shout so, out all the mothers for coming up with the most creative ways to get us away from the TV at the most opportune time, and we had no idea why as kids. Yeah, it's like why <laughs> yeah, my mom always want a fucking snack when there was titties. And then all of a sudden, I watched that year, the movie, ten years later, and I'm like, "What the fuck? There's titties in this movie? What the? Fuck? <laughs> you were you were robbed. You were robbed. <laughs> but it is true that it is there is like an on point like, oh no no, move your eyes. You can't see this, but you can then watch. You know, Johnny, someone get hacked and death be half. swollen into a fucking my, bed with a giant blood stream shooting to the roof. Yeah, my, mo- <laughs> my mother let me go. <laughs> on a roller coaster with her, but this is not just any roller coaster. First of all, I was five, four or five and no one else would go on it. And I was just young enough not to be scared of anything. So I was like, yeah, I'll do it. And I guess I was a tall child. So they let me on the roller coaster. How you got to this theme park? It was called ghost town in Maggie Valley, North Carolina. I think it's North Carolina. Yeah. I think Maggie Valley is in North Carolina. Um, but you had to take a ski lift to get up there because the theme park's on a mountain. Oh my god! And they had a uh, they had a roller coaster called the Red Devil, and it went upside down, and it was not built well. And again, it's on top of a mountain. And my mother wanted to ride it, but no one else did. I raised my hand, and against her better judgment, she let me ride the ride. Oh, and man. she saw me sitting in the seat, and the harness was so big on me. <laughs> and she just goes, oh, no, and it takes off. Oh, God. Years and later, it... someone died on that roller coaster. Holy shit. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, and the theme park closed down, but people are thinking of reopening it again, which would be tight. George oh. Strait played there, so it's hey, got to be hey. cool. George Strait. Hey, it's cool. Yeah, it's got to be cool. Hell, yeah. Jesus. George Strait's think... doing it. I'm doing it. I think it's weird. Right. That, like, <laughs> yeah, that's collective... how I live my life. I think it's funny, though, collectively, <laughs> between the four of us, it was our our mothers who <laughs> they enabled like, us. who who enabled our our horror movie consumption because my mom took me to blockbuster movie gallery or video gallery yeah. Hollywood was, video 
in Bellevue at the time when I was growing up as a kid. But like, you know, I would grab a movie and be like, I want to watch this. And she'd just be like, all right, cool. And And kids don't get it. Kids won't get it. I'm like, they won't get it. You know, they won't, they won't get the glory of sidekicks, like sidekick phones. They won't get the glory of that. (laughs) And they won't get the glory of going to the video store and like scouring for something that looks good. You know, it's like, it's like, I'll never, I'll never forget. I'll make this a quick one. My mother and I rented in the mouth of madness. Oh, fuck yeah. And I was like, oh, well, this is another old movie my mother wants to show me. I found out that bitch came out in 1994. I was five <laughs> or six years old. It just came out, and my mother yeah. wanted to watch it, but she didn't want to watch it alone. So yeah. here comes little Dylan out of his room, like, oh boy, a movie. And then John Carpenter's <laughs> vision of HP Lovecraft celestial horror is impressed <laughs> on my eyes and it's just a but it's a fun one it's yeah. a fun it's movie it's fun it's all it is fun yeah um, i love i love god it's just i would love to this just be able to go back to uh a um movie like a movie rental, rental store. store and just peruse what they have on the shelves but, and i mean because they always had weird though, things it's a different time, but how long do you spend scrolling through fucking Amazon Prime or Netflix before you finally? It's not the same. It's not the same. I hate <laughs> it's not it. The it's, same. Not the same. Right. it's not the same, but the concept is still there. Yeah, the but concept no, I don't of perusing, enjoy it. Yeah, but you got to hold the VHSs and the DVDs in your hand. You go on the mm-hmm. line. There's the popcorn Whoa. and the and snacks. The and your mom slaps your hand when you keep grabbing all the fucking sour but that's, and, yeah. and you're standing there and there's an elation that you feel as a child um, where you're in line and you've got your blockbuster card or your mom's blockbuster card. Yep. And you I had got, that membership card. You've got, you've got two VHSs and you've got snacks and soda and all this. And as a kid for me, it just wasn't better than that. Oh, it just no. wasn't. You know what? It nothing wasn't. beat it. Nothing you know what the best it. part was about going to get movies and stuff is that that was the only time that we were allowed to sit in the living room and watch TV while we were eating. Like my mom would put no. out a blanket and like we would just like eat and get pizza or whatever, and like we would just sit on the floor in the living room and watch a fucking movie. It's yeah. the best. It's, it's, it's the, the especially like, things are the best, really. And I think like I like I yeah. feel like if we if it I feel like since like things are coming back you know you know record stores and um you know things well, that we loved as a kid I feel mm-hmm. like if done correctly and I, and I think I've I've got on the soapbox before and discussed this in past episodes I really do think if someone was to design a video store with the you the end user experience in mind and it, they kind of change it like have a coffee shop in it and have you know a reading section like have different elements in it to self-support it versus it just being a standalone vhs store or you know in this case right, DVD exactly. Blu-ray. um i think it also holds really like well. events and shit too exactly i think that there's things like you know i what happened to blockbuster and you know a lot of movie stores across america with, with it was just the ease of you know not having to go but i feel like as we, you know, the millennial generation and also Gen Z get older, we kind of like those kind of things. Like we're, we, yeah. we look for experiences as a person now. Like I don't care about having to go somewhere as long as I know, like when I go there, I'm going to enjoy my time there. Um, it's worth going, you know, spending 30 minutes in a store looking at the shelves to find, you know, what came out, you know, what's some weird 
um, film that these people who own the store picked up. Because that's another thing you have to consider. Like, you know, now with, you know, global market, you know, they can just pick up anything they want and put it on their shelves. Like before, no, back exactly. when we were kids, it was a lot harder. You know, things weren't as, you know, globalized when we were younger as they are now. Could you imagine the weird, you know, foreign horror films that you could find that they could just bring in and put on the shelf? Like we, you no, know, exactly. And it's like m- most of like the discoveries on my own with it comes to the horror genre was like seeing it in the aisles of blockbuster mm-hmm. and being intrigued by the art cover they're like this cover is cool as fuck let's get it no that like that's how that's to... how i watch fucking uh thanks killing yeah <laughs> exactly but again i do that at, <laughs> yeah. like when we go to spooky empire or any other type of convention or store that has dvds and blu-rays or vhs's i still right. stop to this day and check them out because like it's just fun to see like what's there that you you know there's a lot of shit no that, like, it, it, you've it's, watched it's the or... same feeling you get when you walk into a comic book shop yeah, yeah it really but not is. even really because for yeah. me comic book stores wasn't until later on in my life when i moved out of Ocala. okay we didn't sure. have comic book stores there so it was you know going to the movie store is more of oh because i made uh, my my mom would make the same trips in in a row yeah would take me to the comic book shop get my comics and then we'd go get like a movie for the night yeah so. dude honestly though like when i go to a thrift store the first thing i check out is the cds and the vhs and dvds 100 oh, yeah they have cool shit because they always have gold. <laughs> always, flea markets too. I've always mm-hmm. yeah flea markets. markets. But again, like, I if just you think want to strike gold with VHS. Like flea oh, markets are usually hit like a flea market the best. Up, yeah. uh, Dylan, do you remember when we played in Jacksonville at Nighthawks and the guy was selling like all those classic ass VHSs in the back? Yep, dude, that was sick. I bought like, just I, bought, like I think twenty dollars worth of like VHSs and DVDs, and I walked out with like ten or fifteen of them. It was awesome. Yeah, this was in Gainesville. No, it's Jacksonville. No, Jacksonville. Was the kid like a heavier set kid? No, he was like some like, weird Ingram, old remember? guy. <laughs> okay, never mind. <laughs> yeah, but I just feel like old guys is where you buy the best movies. Exactly. My old roommate Home from college movies. does. Um, he makes uh, VHSs out of like uh, animes and goes like drift shopping and finds like stuff and sells it on his uh, Instagram and stuff like that. And there's also just stuff out there that's never going to be on these platforms. And like again, I just don't right. think it's the same type of you know searching for it kind of gets annoying to like get on netflix or get on amazon or hbo or hulu or peacock or tuli because it's a curated or you have to like go through go through and you're trying to find things to watch you're like no i don't want to watch this i don't want to watch this or i don't know i think that there's a lot to talk about there that's a lot different than the horror genre than (laughs) you know just having things so readily available for so long that you know right it's annoying and to especially when it's streaming like now in the age of streaming uh the stream boom of like the, we are only watching what they give us and stuff like that you know exactly like what what is like that one thing that i'm not like i'm not seeing that i should be because it's uh, all algorithms man curated oh, algorithms damn algorithms no but yeah that's why like for me it's like i've been digging deep into the foreign uh yeah. or uh parts of like uh, the culture that I'm not—I would never be exposed to if it wasn't for uh, my ability to do that with the internet. I will say Netflix does really, really good with foreign films, though. Oh yeah, and the thing too is like that's how I watched uh, Ringo and uh, the original Grudge, the Japanese yeah. version of those movies, was at like a Hollywood video or a, a blockbuster. Yeah. Um. 
But yeah, that's I just how they thought, used to. That's used to like how they used to market. Is like, hey, you guys want to watch the original like Grudge movie that's yeah. coming out soon? I just yeah. thought like you know, I thought like you know, when we kind of talked about coming back and doing this podcast again, mm-hmm. um, I thought you know, you know, we we we're, we are going to review Candyman. I think we'll do it next episode. Um, yeah, we kind of went over. Just, <laughs> we went over. Not, that's really an issue, but I actually do want to rewatch it because it's been a little while since I've watched it. Um, just oh, yeah, mics. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, and I feel like we can go into a deeper discussion about Candyman and kind of like you know, and we can pick another movie or something like that. We can give it the uh, the rightful um, attention that it, it deserves. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot. Yeah, there's a lot. And so. We'll do that next time. Um, Dylan's headphones died. He said, "Give me a minute in the chat." <laughs> Son uh, of a bitch. So I'm, he, I'm, he's still here. He just can't probably hear any shit anymore. Um, uh, but you know, you know, coming back, it's, it's, it, you know, thanks for listening, people. You know, yeah, if thank you're you, an old listener. Welcome back. If you're new, welcome. Welcome. Um, this is kind of the the gist of what we fucking do, and. Be prepared for a lot of sidetracked conversation, a lot of fucking random shit, yeah, and we're not scripted at all. Funny <laughs> jokes, no script here. It's just, it's just fucking live. Fucking live. do it live. But I'm excited to be back. I I missed yeah. this. I'm not gonna lie. I, it's been you know something that we used to do every fucking week for years. Yeah, yeah no, it was a good. Uh, it was a good. Uh, Don't make plug plans. out for that. You know, it's a I good place to. Knowing every week that the routine is like, we're going to come and do like an episode. It made me excited to watch movies for yeah. one. Made me excited to actually like analyze and dig into a movie and like have an opinion and like not just it being like a movie that I watch. You know, lately yeah. it's like that's how it's been. It's just like I'm I'm not I'm still watching horror movies, but it's like who do I talk to now about exactly? This, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, I always talk to my wife, me and so because we watch this stuff together. Oh, yeah, always... that's the thing. I'm I'm in a new relationship now, and like that's kind of like making her watch like old horror movies and like kind of like seeing it in a new eye. It's kind of like, interesting. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's cool These movies that I've like from like watched over and over like again, like seeing her. Like she's not into the horror genre as much as like I am or we are. Yeah, so it's kind of cool to see like a outside perspective of like how she looks at these movies and she picks up on a lot of things that like a normal, I would think a normal like audience member would not pick up on. So it's yeah. kind of cool. You know, she got a big brain, big brain, but, um, so I, I mean, like, like I said, we got a cool things planned. Um, you know, we're going to talk, uh, obviously we'll probably talk about midnight mass coming up just because it's the latest thing. Yeah, that means I gotta yeah. Um, uh, definitely candy, man. Definitely candy, man. There's a lot of shipping dropped on, you know, Netflix and HBO and all these, you know, streaming services. I mean, um, Oh, one thing Chestnut I do want to discuss. What's that, Patrick? I want to do the, I want to do a VH, the VHS movies. Oh Yeah. Do because that new one's coming out and it looks super fucking. Yeah. I also want to do an yeah, Evil Dead show. Ready to watch VHS two for the first time. It's MIQ, oh. so I've oh, never, never seen, seen two. I've seen the first one, but not the second one. I like you. All right, skip three though. <laughs> Whoa, we'll do. I like okay. that weird noise in the background. What you hear? I like you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. What is this? Some fucking ghost adventure shit? Yeah. What the <laughs> fuck is going on? That's, that's VHS, bro. Call Zach Baggins. <laughs> Um, but I want to, I know I did, we did a poll, um, <laughs> where we asked a lot of people on like Instagram, what they want us to watch. And there were some pretty good, pretty good movies that we've never mm-hmm. done before. And like, just, I don't know why, like evil dead 
Like we never did Evil Dead, and that's we never did Evil Dead. Really, <laughs> never did the Evil Dead series, and that's just like one of all of our favorite movies. Army I thought Pops. we did yes. like maybe the TV show. Hmm. Did we do? Did we do the Evil TV Dead? series? We didn't do anything maybe. on Evil Are Dead. I promise you. What? I re- I went back and looked. We never did anything on the Evil Dead, and if did, we did, then I'm an idiot. And I did. Lo- y'all do Reanimator before? Me you and sure we didn't do it? We haven't done Reanimator. I think we probably just discussed it on the show or some shit. Probably not a full, not a full theme episode on. Yeah. Evil Dead. I would love or that. Pat, yeah, or Pat's just mentioned Reanimator like a thousand times because <laughs> he <laughs> fucking loves that movie. We should do yeah, Reanimator. That'd be fun. I do. <laughs> but um, there's a lot of things I want to do. A lot of cool, you know, things that we didn't we didn't get to talk about that we want to talk about. Plus, there's a lot of things yeah. that have came out over the years that you know I feel like we can probably talk about. And, you so know, much has happened in three years. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but everything's just you know we're we're back. We're back. Are we back, motherfuckers? Back? Whether you, you like this or not, are, are we're we back. back, back, back? And we're doing back things differently, back? but if it, 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 it's, I think we got back into a flow. Yeah, right? I agree. I, you know, it, you know, we'll we'll see what happens. You you'll see. You'll, yeah. When you listen to this, and you let us know, and then next week you'll have another fucking episode, and then followed by another episode. So it's gonna be back on that that grind. So um, yeah. tell so your friends, tuned. get your snacks ready. Um, because the snacks are going to be vital on this fucking this journey with us. Oh yeah. Um, but all but as always, um, I'm Mike. I'm Pat. I'm Dylan. I'm Jorge. And you know we'll be back next week and stay weird, y'all. Bye bye.